AfroTales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Ahoy, my friends. Welcome aboard the AfroTales Podcast. I'm your storyteller, Aman Mazinga. Join me as we explore the tales that grew from the people of indigenous and African descent in the Americas and the Caribbean. After, come and see me, chef, who will impart upon you a recipe for the story you have just heard. So with no further ado, let us set sail on this new age of exploration. The Beginning Life of the Hummingbird Our first father, the Absolute, grew from within the original darkness. The sacred soles of his feet and his small round standing place these he created as he grew from within the original darkness. The reflection of his sacred thoughts, his all hearing, the sacred palm of his hand and its staff of authority, the sacred palms of his branches, hands tipped with flowers. These were created by Namandui as he grew from within the original darkness. Upon his sacred high head and its headdress of feathers were flowers like drops of dew. Among the flowers of the sacred headdress hovered the first bird, the hummingbird. As he grew, creating his sacred body, our first father lived in the primal winds before he had thought of his future earth dwelling before he had thought of his future sky his future world as it came to be in the beginning hummingbird came and refreshed his mouth it was hummingbird who nourished Namandui with the fruits of paradise. As he was growing, before he had created his future paradise, he himself, our Namandu father, the first being, did not see darkness. Though the sun did not yet exist, he was lit by the reflection of his own inner self the thoughts within his sacred being. These were his son. The true Namandu father, the first being, lived in the primal winds. He brought the screech owl to rest and made darkness. He made the cradle of darkness. As he grew, and the true Namandu father, the first being, created his future paradise. He created the earth. But at first he lived in the primal winds. The primal wind in which our father lived returns with the yearly return of the primal time space. With the yearly recurrence of the time space that was as soon as the season that has ended, the trumpet vine tree bears flowers. 
the winds move on to the following time space, new winds and a new space in time come into being comes with the resurrection of space and time. The end. The Ibis story. Once in the old days, as spring was drawing near, a man looked out his lodge and saw an Ibis flying overhead. Joyously, he cried out to the other lodges, An ibis has just flown over my lodge, come see! The people heard him and came rushing out, crying, Spring has returned! Spring has returned! The ibises are flying! They leaped for joy and talked loudly. But the ibis is a delicate and sensitive woman. She must be treated with respect. When she heard the commotion made by those men, women, and children shouting on and on so raucously, she became angry, deeply offended. She called forth a thick snowstorm with bitter frost and much ice. Snow fell and kept falling for whole months. Snow fell insensibly. The entire earth was covered in ice and it was agonizingly cold. The water froze in all waterways. Many, many people died. They couldn't board their canoes or travel to get food. They couldn't even leave their dwelling places to gather firewood. Heavy snow lay everywhere. More and more people died. After a long time, the snow stopped falling. Soon, the sun came out and shone so brightly that all the ice and snow melted. The earth had been covered with it, even up over the mountaintops. But now there was much water flowing into the canals and into the open sea. The sun grew so hot that the mountaintops were scorched and remained bare to this day. The ice in both the broad and the narrow waterways melted. Then at last the people could get down to the beach and board their canoes and go find food. But on the high mountain slopes and in the deep valleys, the ice held fast and still does. The sun was not hot enough to melt it. It can yet be seen extending even over into the sea. So thick was the ice sheet that once lay over the earth, the bitterness of frost and a dreadful snowfall, all of it was brought by the ibis. Indeed, 
she is a delicate and sensitive woman. Since then, the Yamana have treated the Ibis with great reverence. When she approaches their lodges, the people keep still. They make no noise. They hush up the little children to keep them from shouting. Said her, as she returned. Wow, another great, two great stories coming out of the Latin American Folk Tales book by John Beerhurst. The first one coming from the Guarani people of Paraguay about the Mandui. And I apologize if I mispronounced that name. I do not want to offend your culture or your um, spiritual beings. That is never my intention. So, again, I apologize. I hope I said it correctly. I looked it up many, many times, tried to find people saying it from that area to correctly pronounce it. An awesome, awesome story. And the fact that a hummingbird nourished your first father, the first father of the people is amazing basically the hummingbird nourished god wow that's just amazing I, I i don't have much to say about creation stories because it's mythology um, but it's awesome in the way are created in other cultures versus your common um, Judean um, uh, Judeo mythology you know so I appreciate that and I actually had to look up why the screech owl was in there because I wanted to find out more and apparently hummingbirds and screech owls fight <laughs> they will get into it and that's awesome you know like how many people think of hummingbirds as fighters but they will fight hogs birds all kind of creatures and all kind of other uh, bird species no matter how small they are so it doesn't matter how small you are if you got enough fighting you Another thing, oh, this is awesome. Apparently, about 22 million years ago, the first hummingbirds appeared in South America. How awesome is that? I'm, I, I kind of go on deep dives, and that is an awesome fact. 22 million years ago, the hummingbird shows up in South America. God, <laughs> I love it, you know, so, um, and there's a lot of different kind of uh, spiritual things and, 
things given to hummingbirds. But that's just that was just something amazing. I love the, the screech owl fact, and I love the fact that they've been around for 22 million years. Now, the second story, and the reason why I put it in this order, this order, is because it is a flood myth story. Yes, flood myth stories do exist in other parts of the world and have nothing to do with Christianity, right? The Ibis story, her being so sensitive that she froze the world, Ice Age, right? The last Ice Age, first Ice Age, major, great Ice Age, I don't know which one it was, but she did it. And then the sun came out and flooded everything. And if you go down, if you look up um, the area in Chile where the Yamada people lived you can still see the ice caps you can still see the sheets of ice that were, that have been there you gotta understand Chile is a hop skip and jump from Antarctica so that is just awesome right and the ibis is right there in that area. Like, we're talking about the spot where countless explorers have tried to get around South America. That little bit of area between Chile and Antarctica is so treacherous that pirates, explorers, people, it's, it's, it's some of the most famous explorers in the world have struggled to, to, to get through there. And these people live there. I love the tenacity of human beings. They are awesome. And this Ivy story is a great one. I don't have much to say. We have the creation story from the Garuni, and we have the flood story from the Yamana, both right there in South America. Just, anyway, go see Chef. He has a great recipe coming from um, Paraguay. And until we meet again for another great story, as always, have a blessed day. Welcome, my friends, to the galley. I am your chef, chef, and today we have a wonderful recipe inspired by the story you have just heard. Today, we will be creating Sopa Paraguaya or Paraguayan Cornbread. Now, what will you need for this recipe? One tablespoon of butter, one tablespoon of corn or vegetable oil, one cup of diced onion, a quarter cup of diced red bell pepper, 
a quarter cup of diced green bell pepper, one and a half cups of yellow cornmeal, one cup of milk, two tablespoons of granulated sugar, half a cup of cottage cheese, low fat or non fat or fine, two large eggs, one tablespoon of salt, quarter to half teaspoon of coarsely ground black pepper to taste, two teaspoons of baking powder, one and a half cups of fresh or frozen corn kernels, one cup of grated Monterey Jack or pepper jack cheese. Now, how do we put this together? Easy. First, Preheat the oven to 375 degrees Fahrenheit. Grease a 9 by 9 pan that's at least 2 inches deep, or a shallow 2 quart casserole dish, or even a 10 inch cast iron skillet at least 2 inches deep. All of these can be used, or either one. In a medium skillet over medium heat, melt the butter and pour in the oil. Add the onions and cook until translucent, stirring occasionally. If you're going to bake in a 10 inch cast iron skillet, go ahead and use it to saute the vegetables. Then you can add the peppers and cook for one more minute. Remove from the heat and cool to room temperature. If you're using the same skillet to bake the bread, remove the vegetables. There's no need to wash the pan. Just wipe out any stray bits of stuck on veggie. Then, in a large bowl, combine the cornmeal and milk. Stir in the sugar, cottage cheese, egg, salt, pepper, and baking powder. Stir in the corn kernels and cooled onion mixture. Stir in the cheese and then transfer the batter to the pre-prepared pan. If you are using the same skillet in which you are sauteed the vegetables, grease it again using non-stick vegetable oil, pan spray, or shortening. Bake for 40 to 45 minutes in the 9 by 9 pan, 30 to 35 minutes in the 30 to 35 minutes in the cast iron skillet until the center feels set when lightly touched with your finger and the edges are beginning to brown. Another trick is take a toothpick put it in the center and take it out. Make sure it goes in and comes out clean. Remove from the oven, cut in squares or wedges and serve warm. And that is it my friend. You have just prepared a wonderful dish. Now go make this dish yours and until I have another wonderful recipe for you, always remember the stories you have heard. And as always, my friends, enjoy.
Thank you for joining us on this voyage. Thanks to Art by Chalet for the logo, episode, and t-shirt designs. You may also get a t-shirt and other items on tpublic.com. You can contact me on all socials at AfroTalesCast. That's Afro, T-A-L-E-S, cast. And email me at AfroTalesPodcast at Yahoo.com. You may also become a benefactor by simply sharing with any and everyone, giving a thumbs up, or rating in your podcast app of choice. If you wish to donate, I am on Patreon and Coffee.com. That's K-O-F-I.com. So, until we meet again, may your winds be fair and your seas follow. <laughs>